Hi, I'm Colleen Nelson, licensed therapist, trauma expert, and fellow badass woman ready to rise up right alongside you. This podcast, Let the Rest Burn, is for the woman who has ignored, attacked, or even silenced her inner voice because she thought it was broken and needed to be fixed. It's for the woman who is ready to rise up and fully step into her desire, her joy, her full power, and make the impact she was destined to make. For the woman who cannot stand one more second waiting, watching, and witnessing the world crumble and is ready to rebuild and expand into a better future. For a woman who is so done trying to fix the world, she decided to start with healing herself and she let the rest burn. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Let the Rest Burn. I am here on a windy Saturday, and I'm talking with Dr. Liv, who was originally with me in the 12 with Jackie Carr. Dr. Liv is a sexual healing coach and pelvic floor therapist who helps women reconnect back into their bodies after trauma, which, oh my goodness, do we need you. Liv, I am so glad you're here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited to be here. I was just telling you that I have been loving listening to these podcasts. So I'm so honored to be on one with you. I'm honored to have you. We were having a little chat before we started recording and I was like, stop, 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 stop. We need to (laughs) press record so everyone can hear this. Um, Dr. Liv and I, I mean, I'm going to call you Liv. You are Dr. Liv, but I'm going to call you Liv. Um, As long as I'm just going to keep saying Dr. Liv. She deserves the doctor, y'all, but I want to call her live. Um, I like we we got we have real talks. Like we just get real, real, real fast. So mm-hmm. buckle up, everyone. Um, we're gonna be talking about everything. I really want to focus in on your story a little bit, Liv, and and talk a little bit about what brought you to who you are today. And then I do want to spend a little time diving into your work because it's incredibly important. And I don't think people talk about it enough. And I want to talk about it here. And to be honest, this is probably the first of a few podcasts we'll do because I would love to do some specific topics and maybe unpack some of this because we could talk for hours about probably each and every one of these topics. So maybe we'll do like a healing sexual trauma series and we can just like do one a month and just unpack all sorts of stuff. Love it. Um, Okay. So the question I ask each guest is what did you need to let burn in order to become the person you are today? We, I pulled this from Glennon's quote about wanting to be nothing but full of ourselves, right? And, and being full of ourselves is something that I think can be a triggering statement, but we're redefining it. Thanks Glennon. And talking about what do we need to burn in order to be our most full self. So Liv, tell me, what have you had to burn? Oh my gosh, everything. Uh, The last (laughs) couple of years has just been a literal burning of everything in my life. Um, You know, it was my career in some ways. Um, Went through a pretty hard divorce. Um, My, all of my masks that I'd been wearing for years, you know, as women were such good people pleasers and we're really good, especially I think a lot of us are, we just want to make everybody around us happy and we're willing to sacrifice ourselves. And I did that big time. Um, so tried to camouflage myself, um, in with everybody around. And so I've had to really burn down all of my masks and just show up for myself and be like, Hey, this is me very vulnerably. Um, and if you like me, great. If you don't, 
you know what? I have to be okay with that because I can't make everybody happy. Oof. I love the language of burning down the masks. I want to get into that a little bit. So a few masks that I heard you say was this career shift, um, your divorce. Um, and, uh, you know, I think this, uh, one of the things we've talked about is almost like our mask we put on for ourselves too, right? Like, um, so I just, I want to talk about the career piece first. So what did you have to really shift for yourself? What did you have to burn down to, to be where you are today in your career and even where you want to be? Cause I know like you continue to evolve, but what did you have to burn down? Yeah. So I started off as a pelvic floor physical therapist, um, in person, seeing women specifically kind of prenatal postpartum. And then my specialty was seeing women with pelvic pain. And I love, love, love that work. But I quickly realized the way that I wanted to work with women was through that coaching piece. And which was a huge part of learning from my own healing journey as well. And so uh, the pandemic definitely helped burn down the, I had an in-person PT clinic that partially got burned down with, uh, with the pandemic, but I also let it burn down. Uh, you know, it was a, it was a good, helpful excuse to, to burn, burn something down that just wasn't the right fit anymore and move that more into that coaching and working with the women that I really felt connected with and really felt like my, my healing experiences and my, my own gifts and skills were a better fit for. Hmm. What, what is, who is that client? You know, tell me a little bit about when you think about calling in this person that, that you want to call in and, and how that is different from your in-person work. What, what is the difference? What are you working on that is, that has kind of shifted into this space as a coach? Yeah, it's women who are wanting to heal that pelvic pain, but also from that mind-body-spirit connection and not just wanting to come in and do the exercises and just physically, you know, like check that off of their to-do list and be done with it. It's the women who really want to go in deep and figure out like what's going on in their mindset, what's going on, what's the trauma that's been stored into their bodies and work through it. So it's not easy work. It's hard, hard work, but it's so incredibly rewarding because you come out of it so much more stronger in who you are and in your intuition and your own wisdom. Uh, so it is a lot of kind of that burning down that you talk about. Uh, you have to, in coaching, you can't, you don't just show up to do the exercises you show up for yourself and you have to be willing to let go of a lot of bits and pieces of you to come back into the core of who you are. Mm. Okay. I want to get back into this piece specifically um, a little bit later, uh, because I want to talk about some of the masks that you find your clients are are burning down internally, you know, And, and we talked a little bit about some of them in the uh, conversation before, but I would love to, so I'm going to, I'm going to put a pin in that. Cause I want to, I want to pivot back to you personally for a minute and then we'll kind of dive into the clients. 
Okay. So in terms of your career, you kind of had to accept that this in-person practice was something that needed to burn so you could step more fully into who you actually wanted to be working with, which was going to be more in that coaching arena. Boy, Mm -hmm. do I know that battle. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I have, I have some incredible in-person clients who I absolutely love working with, but it is challenging because the direction I'm going is, is not in that arena. And so to figure out how to transition that is going to be challenging and probably one of the things I burn down in the next year or two. So it's going to be interesting to see how that emerges for me. Um, But I feel you on that. It's a very hard for you and I having the credentials and the certifications and the licensure to be the therapists that we are, right? To step into the coaching arena where you don't necessarily need the same credentials to be a coach. I encourage everybody to get some sort of training as a coach, right? And there's many people who have lots of beautiful, incredible experiences that lead their coaching career. But it's interesting to be licensed professionals in that world. Oh, yeah. Right? It is a different experience because we are held to a different standard and also invested time, energy, and money into certain areas that now we still utilize in our work, but we get to expand our, what we do and what we ask for and who we are. And it's definitely a new world. Oh yeah. And I think there's this piece of, you know, I, one of the masks I had to drop was that good girl mask of you know, your degree. And this is the path you go on. And this is, you know, this is what you do and dropping, going, leaving that in-person like clients and in-person clinic and stepping into a different world that doesn't really, I mean, the coaching industry for good and bad doesn't have any rules. And so like leaving that structure of what you're supposed to do and being able to make your own rules and figure out, you know, it's very abstract and beautiful. Uh, it's hard It's because that's not what we're quote unquote supposed to do with our degrees. I feel that in every bone of my body. <laughs> like, yeah. I So Liv has these amazing pictures that she has put on Instagram that I am in love with. They are sexy. They are powerful. They are alluring. They are releasing. They are freeing. And as doctors and therapists, we're not necessarily supposed to do that. Like we're not supposed to step into this like public arena and be sexy and be feminine and be powerful. We're supposed to wear like the white coat or, you know, as a therapist, the cardigan shawl Mm -hmm. (laughs) and the glasses, you know, like whatever I need to be to just like be as demure and like non, non non-sexual as possible. And, and it's so frustrating because it limits us as women in our full capacity to be who we are. And I love the permission that coaching has given me and given you to be the full expression of who we are. And it's scary AF. Let's just say that it is scary because people don't really like it sometimes, right? Like I, I definitely have some clients who have seen my pictures. I did a sexy photo shoot too. And they're like, I'm choosing not to look at those, you know, like it's hard for people to put together therapist meme and like woman me and understand that both exist in one person. And in fact, you need both in order to fully heal and transform. And I love that that is something that you've done. What, what kind of called you to do that, to step out into the public in that way? 
Ooh, it was actually one of the, so it was about a year ago. My husband at the time, um, was going through a really serious health battle. Um, and I was just like super isolated and it was just me and my thoughts and this very, um, sick husband that I had at the time. And I was just like by myself and it was just real reality check of we're not promised tomorrow. And how do I want to live? Like if I have two more months to live, do I want to be fitting people's rules? And so it was this moment of just being like, I, I just want to be like, I want to try out different things and see what feels good and what doesn't feel good and just let myself play and have fun with it because I don't want to stifle who I am anymore. Um, and so that was, I remember I changed my name on Instagram from like very doctor, like pelvic floor physical therapist to pleasure priestess. And I remember at the time how anxiety inducing that was. I seriously, I thought that I was going to be burned at the stake. And I had a couple of people reach out and be like, oh, I love the new name. And that was it. And so the realization of we judge ourselves so much harsher than anybody else. You know, everybody's in their own stories. Everybody's in their own worlds, figuring themselves out. And so you showing up as yourself, or in this case, me just kind of playing with this like new terminology was not as big of a deal for anybody else. And that was like such a huge permission slip to be like, wait, I get to play and have fun. Like if I want to take these pictures and post them because I love them and they make me happy, then I can, you know? And so that, yeah, it was just this huge permission slip to Well, and I think by doing that, you are also the permission slip for all of us to do the same. Oh, yeah. Well, and I think that was one of the, so I've been going through, I've been battling an eating disorder for like 15, 20 years. And so the last few years have been a big um, learning how to actually nourish myself. And my weight went from being tiny to being kind of at the biggest that I've ever been. And some of that was learning to love my body and the way that it was. Um, it had caused a lot of issues in my marriage at the time too. And so it really forced me to be like, okay, like I can't worry about what he thinks about my body. All I have to worry about is what I think about my body and finding the sexy and the beautiful in this body and being able to put it out there and hopefully give other women permission to be like, Hey, you get to be sexy and beautiful in whatever body you're in. So long as you're feeling good and nourishing yourself, like that's what matters. It, yes. The weight of it doesn't matter. Yes. Oh, I love that permission. And, you know, we live in a world where I think disordered eating and eating disorders are so prevalent and body image issues Um dissociative body image issues, like where we just like literally are not in our body um, are so, so prevalent. And the more women that can reclaim their body as is at all the different stages, because let's be clear, the body that I have right now will not be the body I have a year from now, or even 10 days from now, definitely not 20 years from now. And how I can find the sexy and the play and the nourishment and the 
permission to just love exactly this body I've been given in this life. And it is such a challenge. That to me is probably one of the biggest things that each and every single woman that I know need to burn down. Oh, yeah. And it's, it is, the more that you do it, the more permission you give other people to do it. Mm-hmm. The more I do it, the more I give permission to other people to do it. And that, when you get the pushback, which inevitably sometimes we do, whether it's from, you know, your ex-husband or from my parents, my parents don't like my sexy photo shoots, <laughs> not surprised there, but, uh, you know, it's important to know the deeper meaning behind why you're doing this, because there will be pushback. There will be comments. There will be things that are said and done and how we step into that arena uninhibited is how we change the world, honestly, and and break these patterns. Yeah. Well, I think this, uh, we were talking about this a little bit before we started recording, but that permission to change too is a big part of that because we feel like we have to step into these boxes of who we are, right? So there's this idea of, okay, I'm going to post this sexy photo shoot of myself. And then now that this is who I have to be and you can't be sexy all the time. Right. Uh, And (laughs) permission to post a picture and be like, you know what, that was fun, but maybe, maybe not. And then change you know, try on different outfits, try on, you know, like figuratively different outfits and try on different ways of being out into the world. And we don't have to be in a specific box all the time. And I think that's something that I've, that the photo shoots have really taught me is this permission to play with different parts of myself and then be like, okay. And I still get to be nerdy dorky live over here at the same time as I get to like take these gorgeous, badass, powerful, um, photos, you know, the pleasure priestess you get to be, yes. We're going to come up with different names for all the different sides of you because they're all amazing. Yeah. But I think, yes, it's yes. You give you are dynamic, right? You are a dynamic human and Mm -hmm. you get to be all of those layers of yourself. And sometimes maybe we burn the desire to only be one. Maybe we burn that belief system of you have to define yourself by this one particular personality. And we allow for some of that flow within who we are, not only in business, but who we love um, and, and how we show up in our personal lives as well. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's divorce right there. That's like the ultimate giving yourself permission to be like, Hey, this, this was the right choice for a little bit but now it doesn't feel good anymore. And I'm going to choose differently because I love myself enough and I feel worthy of myself enough to change my decision and change. I love that you said that actually on this podcast, I have yet to have someone on here who besides myself, who has chosen the divorce. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure if you actually have chosen the divorce, but using your language, I'm going to assume you made some choices there. Um, (laughs) but I, you know, I was married to a good man, a good, nice, kind man who was not the right person for me and who I outgrew Mm -hmm. and who I still loved very much 
and who I still love very much to today, but I love myself enough to know that I deserve something different. And it's so hard to walk away from myself, to walk away from the life I created and the hopes and dreams I had wrapped into that marriage with him because our relationship was no longer healthy for either of us. But I still was so attached to those dreams and what I had created in my mind. And so it's really, I mean, I speak to both sides of it with the divorce work that I do, those that are left and those that do the leaving. Mm -hmm. And they're two very different battles. Oh, yeah. I mean, and they're both incredibly hard, but it is, um, you know, just speaking from my own experience, you know, there's that when we look at marriage, you know, you see things on paper and it's everything says you're great. And my ex-husband is still a dear friend of mine. And I can say the same things as you just said about your ex. You know, he's a very kind, loving human being. And I think he's fantastic and everything looked great on paper, but it was incredibly unhealthy as you know, we were, we weren't doing each other any favors by staying in there. And so that's, that's hard to be like, Hey, there's nothing that society considers inherently wrong with us, but I know within myself, this is not, this is no longer healthy. And I'm choosing to leave so that we can both become healthy and grow. And that is incredibly hard. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And you just said it. I'm choosing to leave so we can both grow. Yes. And be healthy. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. It's so hard. It's so hard. And it's not any less hard or more hard than being left, right? It's the same amount of hard. It's just a different kind of hard, Mm -hmm. but it's hard. And, and I get to be multiple people in that, right? So let's bring back that. It's not even just duality. It's like multi-layered, right? I get to be the one that's mad and sad and hurt that it didn't work. Even though I didn't get left, I still get to be the hurt one. Mm-hmm. I also get to be that strong, empowered, I've got this woman who like knows everything's going to be okay. And I also get to be the like very confused, what the heck is going on? Did I make the right choice? Second guessing yes. one, right? Like we get to be all of these different layers, no matter what the circumstances and to, to really give ourselves permission to do that is such a gift. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that, like you said, that duality, you know, we like to see in our society today, we like to see things in black and white. Like this is a yes, this is a no but life works in the gray and that's, you know, letting yourself be really excited for yourself and really sad. That's been one of the biggest things that I've had to learn over the last year is that I do get to feel all the emotions at the same time. I get to be so excited for this next chapter and grieve the chapter before at the same time. Um, And that's the same, you know, with, who you're showing up in the world, right? You get to be the sexy pleasure priestess and the dorky nerd. Um, and you get, to be, you get to be everything. And it's really hard in today's society because I think people like boxes. People like knowing exactly what they're getting from you. And you like, right? I know that for myself. I am constantly, like I used to constantly try to put myself into a box 
So I had to bring that down within myself is giving myself permission to be different parts of myself and have different emotions. But, um, I get to be happy and sad at the same time. I get to be all the different versions of live at the same time. Um, and that's, that's a huge permission slip right there. Yes, it is. I want to, I want to, it's not like a hard, right, but it's, I'm going to pivot here only because I want to make sure we talk about this and it does tie in, but I'm going to like purposely make it tie in just like full disclosure because this is what you work with. I want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. So mom, if you're listening, turn it off now or turn it on. Cause maybe you need to listen to this, but either way, we're about to talk about orgasms. So just full disclosure. <laughs> um, I think one of the areas that women struggle the most to have multiple layers here, duality is actually within the realm of pleasure within the, we're going to say heteronormative experiences of sex. And I am so tired of a women not believing they can orgasm and B pretending they do. Yes. And I want to burn that shit to the ground. (laughs) And we are so good as women in people pleasing or denying ourselves pleasure because of what we think will make other people happy. And that's a big distinction too, I think is we think that it will make other people happy to pretend to have an orgasm or to just be like, Oh, I, I can't, this is my, it's my body. There's something wrong with my body. Right. It's just, we diminish our ability to to have pleasure and that pleasure in our bodies. I'm a big believer in the way that we feel pleasure in our bodies is the way that we feel pleasure in our lives. And so when you're denying yourself the pleasure of an orgasm and that intimacy within your own body, even if it's, I'm a big fan of masturbation. I think it's amazing. I think every woman is that. Um, but then, you know, we have difficulty giving ourselves pleasure from food and from our everyday moments. And so it's so much deeper than, oh goodness, we could do like six different podcast recording things. We on. will stay tuned for the <laughs> orgasm podcasts <laughs> with Dr. Liv and Colleen. <laughs> love it. I'm down. <laughs> and I think, you know, that this is, this is the tough part. And I, I was saying, you know, to you earlier, I think that in so many women I have talked to and within myself, we have these moments where the conversation that precedes being actually honest with our partners, which is maybe like, I just haven't really spent the time or haven't done the work in order to really find out how I can orgasm. Like I have some inner personal work to do around that. And the other piece of like what you're doing and what we're doing together is not going to get me to that place. Mm -hmm. Um, That is such a hard conversation. And I do think, again, I'm talking in heteronormative relationships right now, but I do think the flip side of that with our partners, our men need to do some of their own work around being able to receive that conversation in a way that holds space. Um, and it does not feel like a rejection, but actually becomes more curious and, and allows them to explore really what actually needs to shift because the way that we've been taught to have sex is not necessarily the way that 
women actually enjoy having sex. Um, we need to change it up a little bit. And it is so common. It's almost disturbing to me (laughs) that I hear in my office, I've never orgasmed or I can only orgasm alone or I don't know what an orgasm feels like. Oh yeah. 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 I mean that in itself right there, like we, so many of us walk around in this world, so disconnected from this part of our bodies that we don't know what it's supposed to feel like. We just, yeah, we're just numb from it. Yeah. Yes. Numb is a, is an appropriate word. Numb. And I think the other component is like the fear of surrender. Uh, mm-hmm. it, there's um, a couple of really good books that I like about this, but come as you are is definitely right at the top okay. of my list. Right. Emily, Emily Nagasaki, or is that her sister? No, it's Emily. It's Emily. Nagasaki. It's Emily. Yeah. Cause I know her and her sister wrote the burnout book, but Emily is the one that wrote come as you are. And she like, I think it's so important for us to explore and, and have deeper conversations about this and to not give up hope and to know that it's okay. Um, because it, like you said, the way that we experience pleasure intimately is also how we experience pleasure in the world. And we need to kind of open the store up and peek our head in and look around and actually get to know this area. And I'm just going to like tell everybody who's listening, I want you to burn the belief today that you are undeserving of pleasure or that pleasure is inaccessible to you. Yes. Both of those are absolute complete bullshit and I'm here to burn it for you. I just set it on fire so you can't have it anymore. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is it's, there's so many layers, right? Like we just touched on a few layers to it. There's being able to speak your truth and communicate your needs. It's being in a partnership that, lets you be safe in speaking your truth and communicating your needs. It's knowing your body and connecting into your body so that you do know what your needs are. Um, so there's so many layers, but it gets to be a really fun journey. Yes. yes you get it does. to have fun with that. And you get to have, you get to play and be curious about yourself. And I think that's a huge permission slip that, you know, you just, uh, you burned down a part of of that right there. Yes. Yes. I love that. Maybe that's like the name of this podcast. Like we're giving you permission to play and be curious and have multiple layers of yourself. I think that feels very appropriate. There's so much to this. It's almost hard for me to end this podcast because I don't want to, but I think we need to split this up into many so that we can really dive in. Um, So I hope that you'll come back and join me and we can maybe even just schedule out a bunch here. But I... What I want you to hear too, Liv, I want you to hear me say this. Like, I think each and every area that you have stripped away this mask and each and every area that you've burned down to become the one you are today, it's like a ripple effect. You're like a rock being thrown into a pond. And I have seen you in my group programs and the effect that you've had on those women. I've seen you in the 12 and the group and the effect you had on those women. And I'm excited to see the effect that you have today. So I appreciate everything that you've done. I'm so glad that you're here. And I just cannot wait to have you back on the podcast. So thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure. No pun intended. Uh, 
And I'm excited to, to keep talking to you about all this and, and allowing that ripple effect together into out into the world. Um, yes. I know we've, we've had some similar paths, so I'm excited work going. Yeah. We're going to have to have a podcast about our divorces probably too. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. That's, that's a whole other part too. Right. We'll just part two orgasm, part three divorce, part four. We'll just, we'll just keep, keep going. <laughs> keep going. Well, thank you again for joining me. Now, Liv, how can people find you? I am most mostly found on Instagram. That's kind of my social media um, platform of choice. So that's at drlivstanzer.pt. And then um, on my website, so rootedinyourwild.com. Ooh, rooted in your wild? Yeah. Mm. That is a beautiful selection of words. I love that. I love it. Well, thank you, Dr. Liv. I appreciate you being on the show. And until next time. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate every single second that you chose to set aside for you and the impact that you're going to have on the world today. To be inspired, to be seen, and to hold space starts with the very actions we take with ourselves. Look at the show notes for more information. Like and subscribe and share with friends if you feel inspired to. And as always, let the rest burn. Burn.